Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is, I Was Wrong, I Am Sorry. (laughs) Recently, I had a situation where I had made a commitment to somebody to do something, and I forgot about that, and I didn't follow through, and I've been in a very busy season, and I this person called me on that and said they were disappointed, and my reaction to that at first was, well, I've just been too busy. I... I should, you know, I, was, I wanted to make excuses. So I wanted to send an email saying, wow, you know, yep, I was just too busy. Sorry, I couldn't do that. And self-justification, excuses. But I thought about it and I decided to send an email saying, I was wrong. I am sorry. Please forgive me. I have a high value. One of my core values is follow through. I did not do it. And that was wrong. And you know, that was a little bit difficult for me to just put myself out there. But the response of this person was great. It knitted our hearts together. And I've just been thinking about that. I've been thinking about those words. How just at times they're they're hard to say out of our mouth in family situations, in business situations, in church situations, just saying, I was wrong. I am sorry. Please forgive me. And even those listening right now, as you're listening, that that's something that there might be somebody right now that you're thinking of, that those words need to be spoken to. You know, um, there, there, there are words that reflect certain things. I was thinking about those who could say these things and are willing to say these that and just be that blunt without excuses. It reflects certain things about them. I've come up with four things that, in my opinion, if someone can say those words, it, it tells me four things. One, it tells me a standard of behavior has been set. I remember when Wendy and I first got married, we were listening to Dr. James Dobson focus on the family. Our generation was uh, influenced a lot by him. And, you know, he said the greatest uh, attribute of healthy relationships is respect. You know, today we might use the word honor, but he said respect. And so we, we set a standard Uh, in our home of how we were going to speak to each other, how we were going to speak to our children. And this standard was respect, respecting each other and how we say and what we say and, and not using disrespect. And once you set a standard, then it doesn't mean you're always going to keep the standard, but you have it. And when you know you violate it, then that's the moment that you have the opportunity to say, I, I blew it. I'm sorry about that. And so those who can say, I'm sorry, forgive me, I was wrong, have set a standard in, in their relationships 
concerning how they treat people, concerning follow through, concerning what they will say about a person. And so I, I conclude a standard has been set. Number two, the conclusion I would make for the person who can say that is that victim mindsets are being dealt with. You know, when we send the message to people, I'm, over, I'm overwhelmed. I know of leaders who, even church leaders, pastors, who send an unconscious message to their people, I'm overwhelmed, therefore I do not need to be responsible. <laughs> I do not need to be responsible. You know, because I'm overwhelmed, I can treat you poorly. Because I'm overwhelmed, I don't need to follow through on what I say I'm going to do because I'm overwhelmed. But when you actually start saying, I was wrong, I'm sorry, please forgive me, it, it starts to, it, it, is, it is that manifestation that the victim mindset is, is being broken up. By the way, you can't be a great influencer and have a victim mindset. You can't, you can't be somebody, and by the way, where you're going, you are listening right now where you're going, you, you can't take a victim mindset with you. This is one way to get rid of it, is to, is to tell people when you don't do what you've committed to do or what you know is right, to say, I was wrong, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Number three, the third conclusion that I would make from a person who could say that on a regular basis or is needed is that honor is being prioritized. You know, we've talked about respect already, but I wanted to go a little deeper into this. And because where there's, it, it, is, a, it is an indicator that relationships are important to me. It's an indicator that your personal well-being and that my treatment of you is a priority in my life. And because if, if, if I can just do whatever, if I excuse my behaviors, justify my behaviors, even based on things that someone else is doing, and then I, because they're, they're being disrespectful, I can be disrespectful or, or whatever. It just, it just deals with that. So it, it reveals that honor has been prioritized. And lastly, the conclusion I would make is that that person can be trusted and that that person is establishing healthy relationships around them. You know, we're looking for environments where we can feel safe, where we could send people that to feel safe. And this is an indicator with someone who's able to do that. That is a great sign of an emerging leader or a great leader, someone who is safe and can be trusted and where healthy relationships are being established. You want to be a person who creates healthy relationships around you. You want to be a leader who people will be drawn to you and, and will want, want, to, want to partner with you. Then 
then taking responsibility for your actions, saying, I'm sorry, I was wrong, please forgive me. Hey, that's, that's one of them. You know, there's a fascinating story in John 5. Jesus sees a man laying next to a pool where people jump in and get healed. When the water moves, he had been unwell for 38 years, and Jesus asked him a question. Do you want to be made well? <laughs> wow. You know, I'm sure the answer is, duh, I want to be made, you know, of course I want to be made well. No, because he's at, Lord's asked me, you know, hey, Steve, you want to be made well? And I have to think about it because if, I, if I'm made well, I've got to get rid of my excuses. I've got to get rid of my victim mindset. And, but you know, when you actually say, yes, Lord, I want to be made well. I want to get rid of this stuff that's, you know, hindering me. I want to get rid of these things that the identity of, uh, of the overwhelmed one. And, and that once we actually make that commitment and decision, God's grace gets on us. And his grace is going to empower us to be able to rise above those tendencies of excuse-making, justification, uh, just not respecting what's going on in other people's lives, etc. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. And I want to remind you that Igniting Hope Ministries is here to ignite your hope and to ignite your joy. Remember, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody's hoping. I believe this, that after love, hope is the most important influential leadership quality we can have. Our hope level determines our influence level. He who has the most hope has the most influence. And also, I want to remind you, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't need strength at the end of the battle. You need strength in the middle of the battle. There's no convenient season to walk in joy. For most of you listening, today is not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> no, we, we choose joy today. We choose joy where there's uncertainties, where there's unresolved situations, where, where we've experienced maybe personal failure in, in, in areas where People are disappointing us, where we got financial pressures, where the news on the television isn't what we want to hear. We choose joy today because it is our strength. Hey, God bless you. Looking forward to having with you, <laughs> having you with us on another one of our podcasts from Igniting Hope Ministries. And by the way, we're recording this in the beginning of May 2018. If you're listening to this now, be aware that in the month of June, we're doing our annual declaration experiment where we're challenging people to do 100 declarations a day as an experiment for one month and to see what happens. Hey, it's changed people's lives. You might want to jump on board. God bless you. Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.